Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Were you laughing along with that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought we were doing this thing earlier where I was recording you from a blog and they couldn't hear you, and you're like, just dub in whatever. And it was the yeah. same sort of watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. I was actually saying stuff. Oh, but just so not I just want yeah. So I just wanted to see if if you get it correct. If you're good at reading lips, I I think I actually am pretty good okay. at reading lips. We'll see. So we will see. We'll see. Um, welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time here, hello, welcome. So happy to have you. Um, my name is Megan. I'm joined by my co-host Melissa, and this is a call and advice podcast hello. where you uh, leave us voicemails and we listen to them and we give you fabulous if not questionable, advice. And uh, as we say, 
We are professional mm-hmm. unprofessionals and what we make up, what we lack in credentials, we make up for in opinions. And we have lots of opinions. So we love to... Lots of them. We, we have a lot. How many opinions do you think you have? <laughs> do you have an opinion on every... Do you like? Are you someone... Um, we'll see. I have opinions on everything, but I don't usually share them. Yes. That checks out yeah. for you. Yeah. I have opinions on everything and I will share them whether you ask for them or not. Mm-hmm. But I the good thing with this pa- podcast is that people ask for it. They do. They fucking do. So if you have a predicament in your life or you need some advice and you want to give us a call, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. Oh, but international listeners, <laughs> send us an audio message. Uh, record it on your phone and then just email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail.com. For regular voicemails as well as voice notes, we ask that you keep it under three minutes because you will be cut off and that you write it down beforehand so you can get out all of the details. You can also practice, make sure you have the the timing right and uh again if you've been a longtime listener or even a recent listener and you've listened to a couple episodes and you'll be able to tell the calls that have that kind of prep work put into them mm-hmm. and it helps us give the best advice because the more details we have the better advice we can give and um we always ask for that yes and i'd also like to say that uh people that send emails please do not put additional information in your emails you have to treat it just like a phone call um so anything that you want to be read put it in your call because uh people that leave voicemails can't put a different additional information in um i also just want to give a shout out to anyone who has uh been recommending our podcast on tiktok i've been seeing so many posts of like people sending them to me uh really either people making tiktoks recommending podcasts and to be fair no one has made a tiktok recommending our podcast but y'all are always in the fucking comment section being like listen to don't blame me go watch don't blame me and it especially happens when uh people make posts about like how toxic uh a certain barstool podcast is that like we are we are always being recommended in the comments of people who are trying to find podcasts that are like sex positive crazy stories but like are not like like misogynistic or like have a lot of internalized misogyny so just want to say thank you all it like makes my day very happy um and like we love to see it so um you know in the words of lady efron keep being curious keep asking questions it was a great tiktok audio i loved that one Please be 18 or over. Have your parents' permission before you call yeah. into the show. Also, please, a, a lot of people have stopped giving their ages in the call. So please share your age. Mm-hmm. Also, your pronouns. Yeah, we we um have. Uh, it's also very helpful, too, if at the beginning of your story, if you um are, if you are like cis and use like, she, her, he, him pronouns, uh, or whatever. And you're in, in your story, someone else does not. If you can do that at the top, mm-hmm. that's very, very helpful. Um, even if it's like regarding yeah. like someone who's like changing, like if your calls about someone changing their pronouns and then like, if you're doing the timing wise and then there's like the switch and the flip over, it's a lot easier, um, 
for us to follow and for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can give those disclaim, like give those pronouns um, ahead of the to- ahead of time. And if you are also like cis and talking about other cis people, and it would also be great just, you know, normalize pronouns, throw them in there at the beginning. So it's not just people who are uh, non-binary or not cis. So, so mine are Hershey kisses um, and yours are. <laughs> well, that's cute. I haven't heard of that. I took it from mine are... somebody's profile. <laughs> mm, there was a, a good one I saw, but I don't remember what it was. But mine are also just she, her. Mm-hmm. But I also will respond to bitch. Um, I do not. I do not and will not ever respond to girly. Oh, yeah. Fucking hate that. Ever. Do not. F- that. Ever. Ever. If or you even ever like, call hey me girl. girl. Like, if no. I don't know you. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You can't. No. I I hate mm-hmm. that. Hey, girl. Hey, oh. hey girly. I'm girly. assuming you are being passive aggressive. And about You're to being sell being a condescending me, bitch. Or about to bring me into your MLM. <laughs> I don't want your essential oils. Shove them up your snatch, bitch. God. Fucking hate it. And then they'll be like, of course we have some for your snatch. (laughs) (laughs) Please follow everyone. Please follow our Instagram. I did just spend like seven hours yesterday making a bunch of like really cute posts that I'm excited about. And if nobody sees them, I will be devastated. And uh, we really, we high key appreciate it. And if you're trying to join our Facebook group and you're not following (laughs) or you're not following there, when you apply to our Facebook group and you are not following me, Melissa, or the podcast, and you're only following like Jeffree Star, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, it's (laughs) not for you. This is not the place for you. You will be bullied. Mm-hmm. You will be bullied. <laughs> and we will we will condone that kind of bullying because it's not even bullying. You you're know? just not you're not supporting us. So why do you no. want to join the group? We start our episodes with an update, which is um us talking to someone who has been on uh the podcast before, uh been a caller, and they're going to give us an update on the situation that they uh we talked to them about the first time. So this or the first time we gave them advice about <gasps> is this the This is from season five, episode twenty-three, in addition to the uh, the one hundredth episode, which is season five, episode one, I believe, somewhere in there. So um Maybe you should put trigger warning on here for yes. bestiality oh. and incest. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. You are not wrong. So uh, buckle up. It's everything we've ever joked about off the air that, that has come mm-hmm. true. And I would also just like to say that this is mine. I will die on my hill of adult twins. I mean, now... <laughs> You've proven it to me, so now I feel icky about it. Thank you for joining my cause. Uh, (laughs) Okay, let's buckle up, everybody. Buckle up. And also, I would recommend if you are a part of our Patreon or if you have a dollar to spare and you want to watch the video versions, our face. I'm excited to go back and watch our faces when the bomb is dropped. Neutral as possible, but it was not. I'm pretty sure I, I've got TMJ and I had my, my jaw had to re-click back into place <laughs> after I was like shot it's so the video version I would highly recommend watching Oof. 
also, I was on your hundredth episode where I um, was having issues with my boyfriend's twin sister, but, and then I called back that same season. I think it was episode 23 and I was with my boyfriend for seven years and I wanted to end the relationship and I didn't know how, because we were so like intertwined. And I was like, who gets the house? Who does this? Like, I don't know. Is he homeless? I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, I guess I'll start with the hundredth episode uh, and then we'll work from there. Okay. But I, so I was having issues with his twin sister. Um, She was my manager at work. Um, They were constantly together, uh, hanging out. they basically couldn't live a day like separate separate side note did we make incest jokes that's the fucking funny thing dude so because we, uh, if we didn't while we were to, if we didn't on the episode we definitely talked about it afterwards because that's our like go-to with like siblings are like way too fucking close like i mean we, it was yeah. if it was the hundredth it was live well, though right so we wouldn't have yes. done it no we wouldn't your- have done it no, it was like so. The thing is, is that they have like super abusive uh, alcohol parents. I remember mm-hmm. this. I remember this. Yeah. So basically, they had these alcoholic parents. His mom, like for the whole seven years we were together, she was always trying to like kiss me on the mouth when she was like drunk, and I would like turn my head. She like slobbered down my face, and I was like, "This family is just weird." But I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but so down the line, um, I think it was like, so I called back the hundredth episode was in like, I don't know, March or something. Yeah. So then in May, um, I was like, I think I'm done. This just isn't working. He's basically just like a grown man child. Can't do anything Mm -hmm. without his twin sister or her approval. Um, and his twin sister is just a raging fucking bitch too. (laughs) So she was like my manager at work. I couldn't get away from her. She would go and talk about the things that I would do at work and then talk to him about it. And then I would get in trouble at home. That's so weird. It gets fucking weirder. Hey, adult twins. It started off weird. Adult twins. I have a weird, I don't know why I think adult twins are so weird to me. Exactly. And so he then tells me that they were each other's first everything. First kiss first like um groping first like first second base i don't know he didn't tell me if they had sex or not if it's everything if it's then. everything that's implied exactly i was like are you fucking I have kidding goosebumps. me i know and i was like uh okay <gasps> he's like yeah you know like we just had a lot of like built up sexual tension and you know we like trauma bonded and so yeah. it's kind of like weird yeah and then a side side thing his mom would um put like peanut butter on her vagina and have the dog lick her vagina like just a weird ass family <laughs> weird ass family how does he know this he walked in on her when did you find this out in the like is this all at the end yeah Okay, because I was like, girl, seven fucking years. We got to talk about it. Like, holy. I know. I, so, <laughs> so that was before. No, that was after I called and was like, hey, I'm in this relationship. I need to end it. Like, this isn't healthy for me. And then he told me all that. And I was like, 
okay, bye. Get the fuck out of my house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, I ended up just saying like, Hey, he actually, um, we had a fight too. That was completely separate from everything he told me. And, um, so we were fighting and he said, you know what? I'm not even attracted to you anymore because you've gained so much weight since high school. Um, and so, and that's something that I struggled with a lot is like myself and like my body image. Like I struggled with eating disorders and, um, my family like nitpicked me my entire life since I was five years old. They were like, you need to go on a diet. Um, you know, like my prom dress, my mom said I looked fat in, you know, like just stuff like that. And so, um, he said that and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I kicked him out. My best friend came over. Um, we packed up all of his stuff, put it in the garage. And, uh, then I started the pandemic living alone. (laughs) So, um, it was very interesting, but I did a lot of like self realization. Um, and I learned a lot and I actually have, um, found, a man, uh, through all of this too, that is literally like the best man I have ever like met or could have imagined or like, he just makes me so fucking happy. And he's like everything that like I've been missing. I'm excited for oh, you. Oh my god, that is the that is the the happy conclusion that I needed after all of that. Yeah. Holy shit! And they're still close with their parents. Oh yeah. Um. So actually, after we broke up, um, he moved in with his sister. Yeah. Um. Because we're still fucking. They're still fucking. Oh yeah, and then um, the like not long after he moved in there, her husband, uh, she did on her. Yeah. She's married. So she, um, she's been with this guy for like mm, three, four years at this point. Um, they've been married for a little over a year. He cheated on her when they were just like boyfriend, you know, just yeah. dating. He cheated on her when they were engaged. He cheated on her when they were married. And I think this is the fourth time that he's cheated on her. Um, so obviously what's she going to do? I'm back to her brother. Probably. I'm just making up conclusions at this point, but from what like yeah. we've gathered here, it's like pretty fucking obvious. It's gross. Oh my. Wow. So I'm, just like, I'm fucking God that I am not. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're not part of that anymore. Um, oh, shit. That's, yeah, it was, it, um, interesting. And we were together cause I'm 24 now. We were together since I was 16. Yeah. yeah you said high school. Yeah, I've, you know, my whole life was like, mm-hmm. like surrounded with them. And how, how was that time? Like when you were, before you started dating who you're with now, that time of like self-discovery for you of being alone? Oh, huge. Um, I cut out a ton of toxic people in my life. Like my mom, um, other friends, um, I, lived alone for like four months. And then my best friend, uh, was in a toxic relationship too. So we got her out of that. And then we started living together. Um, so we were able to really heal, um, together and like really get through this, not only like the pandemic together, but like this, like total change in our lives together. It's just crazy how everything works out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's, part of it too. And it's like, 
I just want to say thank you. Oh, oh my God. Well, thank, so funny yeah. and thank you. Oh, no. My best friend, when I was going through all of this, she was like, what would Megan say? What would Megan <laughs> <Alyssa> say? <laughs> I'm like, tell me to leave it. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I love that. That's so funny. Yeah, it's crazy because like I completely found like my self-worth too. I've never had that before. I've never had like self-love. I've never had like self-respect. Like I completely love myself, which is why I think I'm able to have this core group of people too and like a good boyfriend and like good friends. And I'm, I'm like on really good terms with my family right now. And so I think that having that self um, just discovery too and realize that I deserve um, the best. It totally changed everything too. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. This is the happy ending we needed. I know. God, you sound every, all therapized yeah. and <laughs> every twin yeah. call needs this happy ending. Oh my gosh. <laughs> literally. But yeah, that's, it, it's so funny because literally anytime we have a problem in our, you know, household. It's always like, what would Megan and Melissa do? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That makes me... so, they would start a fight and then they'd go to therapy. <laughs> literally. literally. Which Throw hands. Me. Yeah. But we just love you guys. Um, and thank you for being a part of this journey. Oh, me. Oh. Oh, wait, thank you for including us in all of this and send our love to your friend too. Like this, that, that makes us like so happy to like hear we obviously don't want to fuck up anyone's life but like especially for calls like that like when ones that we like really remember and like stick with us and all of that like we like when we ask for updates like we're we genuinely like oh my god I hope that person's okay like I Mm -hmm. wonder what's going on and all of that so like it's so nice to hear from um from the you like people who call back and people like you like it is so nice to like see like it just makes us so happy because like we get invested like we get yeah, even though we're we like unbiased invested. third parties we really do get invested yeah. in like these like outcomes in your lives and all of that and so like when things go well and we have those like happy endings afterwards like that it, it makes us like so fucking yeah. happy and like and it's also like us we're doing we're actually like doing things you know and not just sitting here and talking <laughs> oh, to each other <laughs> we're not just talking shit to each other on zoom yeah Thank well, you. thank you so much. This was so yeah. great. I love you guys, and uh, I can't wait to listen. And are mm-hmm. you as mind blown <laughs> and as disgusted? I am? But my oh, at least oh. at least she's doing better. Um, mm-hmm. At least she is happy. At least she's got her best friend there. You guys didn't see it or hear about it, but her best friend was there. <laughs> We got to say hi. Yeah. And they're very supportive of each other. So I'm glad she has a great support system and she's taken out all the toxic people in her life. Yeah. Wow. And to be on the other side of this, like, is such an impressive feat mm-hmm. when you've been in a horribly toxic relationship for so long to, like, get out on the other side. So, like, for anybody who is dealing with any level or extent of, like, toxicity, you can get through it and get past that and like have great people in your life which is amazing and i think i will be thinking about the dog thing for the rest i'm of my trying life. not to because the, t- the twin thing again 
I have a thing about adult twins. I think it's weird. I don't know why. And also I had someone DM me when I like had posted on my Instagram story or well, I did an in- IGTV Q&A where my friend Sam asked like, what's like something like really mundane that like you fucking hate? And I was like, I don't know why, but like adult twins, like I have no, like it, they just make me uncomfortable. Um, and I had someone respond being like, as an adult twin, could you let me know like how I can move forward and like not be weird? Because like it is a thing that some people say is weird. But, like it's like, what can I do? So just don't do this and anyone who's an adult twin out there like I'm not judging you or anything like that I think that there are just I think I've just seen too many tv shows and like movies with like incesty fucking siblings and then when it becomes identical like same like same sex identical twins that that then that just becomes like it no longer is like oh my god parent trap cute we're switching places it's like Bo- invasion of the body snatchers like you have like adult lot like you know what I mean yeah. like you're not playing those jokes anymore and there's just someone who looks exactly like you walking around freaks me the fuck out freaks mm. me the fuck out all right <laughs> let's move on wow yes let's let's move on and we'll spend the rest of our lives like you said trying to forget hi megan and melissa i'm 20 my girlfriend is 21 i'm calling because my girlfriend's been questioning their identity like sexuality and gender for a while and i know that in relationships with third in college wanting to experiment and date different people is kind of the norm which is completely fine when they brought it up to me a while ago they said they wish they had experimented with other men women and non-binary people before they met me which i understood and i was like yeah i'm sorry i made that it made figuring out your identity harder but since then they brought it up pretty regularly to me and to their friends and we've talked about it a lot i brought up the possibility of having a break or an open relationship in the future after COVID's under control to see if they wanted to experiment because it seems really important to them to have those experiences. Um, and they kind of got mad at me and told me that they would never do that and just fucked up with me to even bring it up. Since then, they've told me that, again, and they regret not being with other people before me. I know it doesn't really have anything to do with me, more so their gender identity and their sexuality, but it's kind of hard for me to hear regularly that they wish they had sex with other people before they met me. It's kind of making me worry for the future. Because it's clearly a regret that they have, and I don't want them to resent me in the future for not being able to have that experience because they did me. Um, thank you. I hope you have any advice for me. Bye. My advice was going to be exactly what you said, and then you said it, and they weren't down for it. So um, maybe it's more of a fantasy than actual reality. Like they get off on talking about it instead of actually doing it. That'd be mm-hmm. my only thoughts on that. Yeah. Have you told them that it makes you like uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Because it's so valid that it makes you uncomfortable. And I think it's something that you talk about. Like, I mean, I've like, I have I had like a one night stand? Maybe. I've had several. I don't know. But like, I've that's never really been my like thing. And like, I've had conversations with like Mots about like the fact that I'm like, Oh, that like, I can't, but like, he he's like, I can't believe you like really, like you haven't like really, or even had like a, like a time period where I was just like having casual, I guess, but like high school. Do you, yeah, I didn't really have any of that. We've had conversations about, but it's never me bringing, it's like, he would ask like, oh, like pretty early on, like, do you like, or not pretty early on, like when we were really, we're like, okay, we're serious, serious, um, that, yeah, he'd been like, is, it, is there any, like, you're good like you don't feel like there's anything because you never really had that phase and I'd be like you know like sometimes I think about like oh I kind of like wish I had done that but I also don't know I hadn't done it so I don't know that I would have 
you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I didn't do mm-hmm. it. So like, maybe I never would have done it, done it even if like the opportunity presented itself. Like maybe that just was never going to be something that was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not something that I would ever bring up, especially if my partner was like uncomfortable and like, I'm sure you're visibly uncomfortable, but I think, I think you could be right that it could be something that they just like kind of get off on. Or if they are intentionally trying to make you feel kind of like jealous in a way that that's also something that's, I mean, that's toxic as hell, but if that's like how they've kind of like been in other relationships, that that's like a sign that you really like someone is like, you're trying to gauge their reaction to it, but you came at because, and I think that does kind of check out because you came at it with like a, well, maybe it's an open relationship. And it's like, well, no. And it's like, so then what's the point of telling Mm -hmm. me these things? Because these are things that you would have a conversation with a friend about, not your partner, because there's nothing that you as their partner can do. Like, yeah, I'm just like, I think that you need to be upfront with them and tell them that that's not, you don't want to hear about it. Like they can think about it and, and maybe talk to a friend about it, but it's not something that you want to hear about and it makes you uncomfortable and it would be fine if they, if you wanted to take a break and then they explored more with their sexuality. But while you're together, it's not something that is, it either needs to like stay a fantasy that you never hear about, or you need Mm -hmm. to take a break and then they can discover who they are. Yeah, because it's not your Mm -hmm. fantasy. And like, if that's something that turns them on, then that needs to be like a solo time kind of thing. And then they also need to reassure you that they're happy in this Mm -hmm. relationship and they want to be in a relationship with you because it is putting that in your head that it, it, yeah, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel good at all. And I think, um, yeah, I think those are natural feelings to have, but I also think that you also might just be on different pages, like with what you want and like the timing and where you are, because while I'll say those are like natural feelings, I, I don't think about that ever. Like I, I really don't like if I sat down and thought about it, I would be like, hypothetically, like, sure, maybe it was fun. If like, maybe it would have been cool if I had some, a couple like, like crazy one night stand ho phase for like a year or so. But like, it's not something that plagues my thoughts ever and not something that I feel like I missed out on Mm -hmm. or anything because of Mott's like if I was with somebody else I'm sure those feelings would be like greater and I would like be expressing them more and like that would be more at the forefront and so um you just have to have a conversation with them about like hey this makes not only hey this makes me feel uncomfortable and I would really rather we didn't talk about this but this makes me feel like you don't want to be in a relationship with me and you don't, we're not on the same page. And then when I suggest like taking, like taking a break and like doing that stuff, you don't want to do that. So I don't really know what you, what your goal of a conversation is and what you want to hear from me. Because all I hear when I hear that conversation is I'm not interested in you. I'm interested in other people. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm the grass is greener and all of that kind of stuff. So I think the more, the more like just being so upfront and straightforward and honest about how you feel and how you, what what you hear. Because like, I think there's something a lot of times like, oh, like the whole, like don't put words in my mouth or whatever. It's like, here, I can know that you're saying one thing, but I will hear it in this way. And I'm going to tell you how I hear it because then you'll be able to address my feelings Mm -hmm. 
that have been my response to what you have said. So the more honest you can be, I think you can get down to the bottom of it. And then if also that's not something that they're able to like stop doing, then this is not the right relationship for you. And it's like a total, yeah, it's, it's natural that that happens for people, but it's about respecting your, if you're going to be in like a monogamous relationship and even a non-monogamous relationship, like you have to respect each other's like boundaries and like what the guidelines are and the outlines for your relationship. And this is not something that you have like consented to Mm -hmm. is like (laughs) all of that. So have a conversation, but best of luck. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, I'm a Virgo, so I've written this all out, of course. Um, so I recently went through a breakup um, in which my best friend and partner of like two and a half years left me. Um, we lived together for about two years. And because he lost his job due to COVID, I was financially supporting us both. So I took a job in a new city after he encouraged me to do so. Um, but because he wasn't able to find work himself after we moved, um, I knew that he resented me a lot for the move. Um, and so after this breakup, I kind of feel like this huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders and all of my friends and family, except just a few actually live in other cities. Um, and so they can't really tell right now that I'm actually doing okay. And I'm really thriving with living alone now and getting to explore my new city. Um, some days of course are really hard, but overall I'm in a really great place. Um, I'd love to start trying to date again. But I've gotten some sort of mixed advice from the people in my life. I'm really mostly just interested right now in social distance, like outdoor dates with masks. And so to me, I know that like COVID is kind of this natural way of creating a long courting period. Um, So it's not like I can rush into anything um, and I'm not going to be like, going indoors to anyone's place even. Um, But I am kind of wondering, like, how soon is too soon? And I know that you all will be pretty straightforward with me about this. So um, thank you in advance for your advice um, and hope to hear back from you. Okay. So we don't know how (laughs) you wrote it all down. Good Virgo energy. The one thing you did forget was to say how long ago you broke up, Um, which I don't think is that crucial, except that like part of like the skeptics in your life think it's like too soon for you to start dating. I mean, yes, social distance dates. I think like that's great. Here's the thing. If you felt a weight lifted off of your shoulders after he left you, that's because you had doubts Mm -hmm. and like you had those feelings. But like, I just don't think you let yourself feel that and like let yourself vocalize that or even like acknowledge those feelings to yourself. Like, I don't think you realized until he was done that you were like, oh, (laughs) wow, this actually might be a better thing. And if you didn't express, if you didn't even realize that yourself, there's no way that you told friends and family. And so I think on paper, her move to a brand new city, her boyfriend, we're in a pandemic and her boyfriend left her. Like that seems like that's like a life shattering, earth shattering kind of thing. You thriving, you don't owe anyone an explanation or like justification to like why you're doing okay after a breakup, as long as you're being like safe and like people are concerned and like all of that kind of stuff. Like you can assure them, like, I'm doing great, I'm doing good. But like, other than that, that's that's all the explanation you need to offer anyone. 
because they don't even really live where you are. And there sometimes like things happen that like, if it was anyone else's, like we, we put ourselves in other people's shoes all the time. Like that's like how we relate to other people is being like, well, that's also like, I know a big ADHD thing that it's like, okay, I relate to someone by being like, what would I do in this situation? Or have I been in something similar? All that really says for them is if this had happened to them and maybe in their current relationship or a relationship that they've had, or even in hypothetical, they would be devastated. And so they're seeing it as them most likely, like not necessarily you and what your process of dealing with all of this is. So, I mean, I, I don't even know, like hypothetically, I'm thinking if we knew a specific time, I don't don't even know. I honestly don't think think if you said you broke up a week ago and you were like ready to go on a date, like, I don't think I would, I, yeah, I, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters because it can, you can literally like be with somebody for years break up with them like and i know that this has happened to other to friends and then they find somebody and they're like i'm just this specific example they're like i'm never getting married we're just fine in our relationship they were together for like eight years they broke up and then a month later they found the person that they were marrying so Mm -hmm. it depends more on you like are you ready or do you feel like that you've healed are you using which i think is fine if you're doing this like using like going on these social distance dates to kind of like just test the waters to see how you're feeling even just like mm-hmm. getting used to talking to someone else. Um, and I think quarantine's great for that for some people where you can, you know, just talk to somebody without being physical and it could, and don't use them as like your therapist, but more of just like getting your feet wet back in the dating game. Yeah. Um, so we can't tell you, you can't let other people tell you either. It needs to be a decision. If you feel ready, then do it. But if you're doing it more just to like, you feel like it's part of your healing process, then don't do it because that means you're not ready. Yeah, no, that's that's so spot on. I would also advise, um, this was like, you were in a long-term mm-hmm. relationship and uh, a lot of the time we get over relationships before they're actually ended, which is when people are really okay after a breakup. It's because one of my friends went through this. It was like, they were like, oh, my, I- I've been checked out for over Mm -hmm. a year like I already got over you while we were still in the relationship but I just like wasn't confident enough to leave or I like really wanted to make it work but it just wasn't it was just like a slump and you'd get over it eventually and exactly and then it was like oh no I'm actually just over Mm -hmm. you like this I've fallen out of love with you all of that kind of stuff the thing I would advise you on is to regardless if you're like a serial monogamist or you really want to like Because I think there's a difference between wanting to like put yourself back out there and wanting to find new, like serious, like hardcore relationship. You want to find a new boyfriend like that is because then that is a sign usually of codependency. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like for you, you're loving like exploring your new city. You're loving living alone. It doesn't necessarily to me, it doesn't sound like you're codependent at all. But I would say if you are someone who is tends to be like relationship 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 and like bounce all of their those ways i would you don't have to stay quote unquote single for x amount of time but i would talk to multiple people like i would not just hop into like the first person who you really hit it off with i think that just for 
yeah, just for experience wise, it doesn't have to be like anything. I mean, don't, there's not, unless you're, you got to be quarantining and isolating weeks and weeks in between if you're hooking up with multiple people. Um, but taking this time to like explore everyone who is out there mm-hmm. and like talk to multiple people and all of that stuff. And I think that quarantine is also a great time for people who aren't necessarily, um, people who tend to date around, this is a great time because you don't have to follow, you don't have to go out with multiple people where people are like, oh, I can't like, how do you keep track? And like, I get to invest it. You just have to message, just talk to people, FaceTime, like talk on the phone, text. This is a great time to really understand and meet lots of different kinds of people, which I think is great once you get out of a very long-term relationship because we can look and see, oh, this person doesn't have the qualities that my ex has. And I, that's great and perfect and awesome. But every person you're going to meet is going to have so many different things. And you'll realize things that you like, like, or you don't like, or you're more into, or you want, or you don't want. And you need a bigger sample size (laughs) to kind of conduct that. So I would just suggest, I would suggest that. And if you, uh, no matter what you do, just be upfront, upfront and honest with the people that you're talking to. And so if you have no intention of really like, if you are, I just got a serious relationship and I am just kind of dating around casually right now, talking to lots of different people, just make sure everybody's on the same page. So nobody is feeling like misled or that their expectations aren't being met. So being honest with yourself. And if someone like doesn't like what you have to say or is not for that, then fuck them because nothing to do with you. But congratulations, this fucker did you a favor. Now you realize who knows if he had never left, if you would have ever realized that like, hey, this maybe was not the right relationship Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. I mean, you moved to a new place. It feels like a great time to start over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. New place, new job, Mm -hmm. apartment, solo time. Well, best of luck. Stay safe. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited 
uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Yumiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We are back from our break. Hello, and it's time to get into the rest of the calls. Hey, y'all. I really love the show. I've been listening for a long time, and something has now happened in my life that's actually worth calling about. I was wondering if you guys could help me with an issue I'm having at work. I am 20, and I am a cancer, and I now work with both my boyfriend, who is 22 and a Taurus, and now my ex-boyfriend as well, who is 21 and a Taurus as well. Um, me and my ex didn't end well because he was emotionally abusive when we were together. And um, we were together for two and a half years 
me and my boyfriend now have been together for four months. And um, we all work together and it's super awkward and weird because everyone we work with knows because I live in a really small town. So everyone knew who I was dating and when we broke up and all that jazz. And it's great fun. But um, it wouldn't be that bad. But I get put as on-site supervisor all the time. So I am basically in charge of both of them when we are on site. And that puts me in a really awkward situation of I don't really want to talk to my ex and also him and my new boyfriend don't get along because they have differences of opinions, not just when it comes to me, but in life in general. So it's super tense and awkward between them and then just the entire situation when there's 15 people you're in charge of and two of them don't get along because you dated both of them it gets super weird so i'm not too sure what to do if you guys have any advice on how to make work less miserable that would be great um love the show kind of happy that something in my life is interesting enough to call about so thank you she she are you at work right now (laughs) yeah is that that's a walkie are you a cop are you a pa because if you're in charge of both of them you're not a pa but like why do you have a walkie she could be the head pa if she's a pa but she said she lived in a small town so i don't know what PA. and she said on site could be construction construction or like she works like in a warehouse yeah either i have questions though were you dating them before and then they start working for you or they're working for you and then you start dating? Because either way, you shouldn't be doing either. And I no. think that you kind of put yourself in this situation. Yeah, this is an HR issue. Like this is like an actual like issue. And it's something that I would reach out to HR immediately and be like, I need to be switch teams or something so like you're not uh, working with them or you need to find um a new job because this is just an hr nightmare disaster waiting to happen and to be fair i i think that you would probably be the one who would be asked to leave because you're the supervisor you're over them and now you're in a situation that shouldn't have happen in the first place mm-hmm. and like it's you're the one who has you're the one who ties all of you mm-hmm. together and so i think like yeah your first step of action is reaching out to hr asking to be reassigned and if you can't be reassigned then it's finding a new job because i don't foresee make make it on if you're gonna leave leave on your mm-hmm. terms don't leave from something else because inevitably it will not work yeah because it's either you're gonna be with (laughs) your current boyfriend for you know the longevity that you're working at your job and him and the other guy are going to you know probably fight one day (laughs) i mean Mm -hmm. it's probably gonna happen or it's gonna be like you and your current boyfriend break up at some point and now you're in a situation where you're with two exes uh someone needs to leave because it's it's a hostile it's a hostile work situation yeah and like them working together is not because even if she leaves then they're still working together 
Well, but even if they still work together, that's not like a co- a code of conduct issue yeah. that it's like, oh, like, okay. But it is if you are working with them mm-hmm. because this is my ex and this is my current partner. Like that's, those are things that are, should not be brought into like the workplace. And those things are actively happen. Those are active relationships. Like being an ex is still an active mm-hmm. relationship if you're working together versus if it was, if you leave and it's just them working together, it has nothing to do with their job. Right. Like it's like, oh, okay, we both, I'm dating your ex, but that that is irrelevant to our job, but it's relevant when you are still working mm-hmm. there. So I don't think this is what you wanted to hear at all. And it obviously depends on the company. And if it's one of those things that like, I'll be honest, regardless of like any sort of justification or, oh, we were dating, we weren't dating beforehand or I got him the job or our boss knows. And it's like fine or whatever. The fact that you're worried about this and calling in shows that there is the tensions are not, it's not, it's not. Yeah. Like it's not like people at the company know too this isn't going to end well as long as you're still there yeah so i say preemptively either switch teams or get a new Mm -hmm. job because it's not going to end well for you which sucks and especially sucks if you're the ones who like help them get these jobs and but at the same time like it is something that like the risk that you run when you date someone who you work with or you hire someone who you are dating or you hire someone that you have dated like it's just yeah it's and yeah sorry it's messy you just gotta get out of the mess (laughs) oh well i apologize because i don't think that's what you wanted to hear but but sorry that's our brand. Maybe somebody else has some other advice, but I don't think that this is a situation that should have started to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's only real one outcome. Yeah. Next one. Hi, Megan and Melissa. So I'm 28 and my husband is 30. We've been married for about a year now, but we've been together for like eight years. So a long time. Um, anyway, it's always felt like when one of us was feeling really low and was really down, having something going on in our lives, the other one was really stable and there for the other one. Um, he lost his dad about four years ago to cancer, and I had to be the strong one then. And then, you know, time goes on, and my parents were being awful and didn't come to our wedding a year ago. So he was there for me through that. But he's a nurse, and I'm a teacher. And our jobs have just been so emotionally demanding through this past year with COVID. And I'm just wondering what you would do when you're both so burnt out and exhausted to be there for the other. Sometimes it feels like we're both just trying to make it through to the next day. And I want to be able to do more for him, but I'm also so drained myself. I'm just curious what you would do in this situation. Um, If it helps, I'm a Libra and he's a Capricorn. So thank you guys. I love the podcast. Bye. First of all, you and your husband just sending thank mm-hmm. yous and so much lot like you guys are <sighs> warriors at this time, like true heroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you that you've always been, but especially now. You're finally being recognized in you've been put in horrible circumstances that are showing that like you are 
have and always will be heroes, Mm -hmm. but this is an extent that should never even have occurred. So thank you. I so get this. Like this is so relatable. This is something that Mats and I have had conversations with our therapist about that is like, it's, it's hard because we, most of the time, similar to what you were saying is that like, one of us is down and the other one is up and it's like, I can be there for you. We can talk and all of that stuff. And this year specifically in the pandemic has definitely been the times where it's like, oh, you're here. I'm also here. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like us looking at each other, like the Mark Ruff, uh, the Paul Rudd meme being like, look at us. Hey, look at us. Or yeah. like the Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> So I understand that. We literally had one of those days last week and it was just one of those things where we just both just looked at each other and it was like i love you and he was like i love you too and i was like okay do you want to watch something and it was like we both know that i can't i'm i'm going through this you're going through this and as opposed to in other times where one of us feels capable of like trying to lift the other person up or like really like pulling more weight or doing something like that it just becomes a different kind of support where it's like I feel Mm -hmm. you like it's I understand I feel like I'm going through the exact same thing you're I don't need to pull like not that you ever need to pull someone out of there it's your responsibility but it's like I'm just gonna sit here with you like we're in the fucking trenches together Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think if you can communicate that with your partner, and it's really important to communicate that kind of stuff. And like, that's what our therapist told us, like ahead of time, as long as you're both like, if one of you is going through something and you tell the other person, the other person's also like, I'm really going through something right now. Like, like then that, like you need to like establish the boundaries like ahead of time. Like, and when that happens, I, it's just like, I love you. We're here for you together. Like, what can we, like, what's something that is going to like let's like watch a movie together or like let's like make dinner or like let's just move on from this conversation Mm -hmm. and it's just about recognizing when you're both in the trenches together and just being like i see you like i love you and i feel you because like we're both going through this right now and that that is a different like you said it's 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 support it's just a different kind of support Mm -hmm. it's like when you talk to a friend about like um like something that's happened in your life and they've never been through that before. And they're just like, I'm so sorry. Like, I just like, like, I, I really feel for you. Someone who's been through it before, but is doing a lot better. is like, here's like what I would do. And like, here's like how I can help and like, blah, blah. And then someone who's actively going through the exact same thing. If you think about like a sibling, if you're going through the same thing, that's like a family problem with a sibling. It's just like, Hey, we're going through this together. Like it makes us, this is you and me going. Yeah. So I think if you can express that um just have like a side a conversation and just be like hey um i've noticed this year like i really loved that i've been like when you've been going through stuff like i really i love being able to like pull more weight or like do anything that i can and like this year it's been hard because i like we're both going through this kind of shit and i think that uh i've been feeling like whether you're feeling guilty or you're feeling like bad about not being able to do that i'm not able to support you in that way but I am able to support you in just like loving you and like talking to you about these conversations, like just being there for you in those conversations. And this is what I would want in return when we're both in there. And like, let's just be on the same page for when these moments happen. And I, I promise you that it does not, it still feels like support. Like as again, as someone who's gone through, like it doesn't, I'm not disappointed when there are days when I'm like really low and like, so is Mots and he's not, like there to like quote unquote cheer me up or whatever i feel 
equally as like supported in just being like, I'm having a really fucking shitty day. Yeah, too. I think the the key thing here is communication because mm-hmm. it could be and you used to know like how to support him. And this is a different time. And um, he also knows that you're going through a lot too with teaching and just asking him like, what do you need from me? What do you want from me? And you let him know what you need from him as well. Just keeping the communication lines open. Yeah. And it's a given that like you're both going through shit Mm -hmm. right now. And it's important too, like as long as it's so important to communicate because a lot of the time too, if your partner's going through something and then like what an hour later, you've got something that fucking hits you. You're like, well, I don't want to, they're already, I don't want to burn. Yeah. Yeah. So making sure that like you expressing and our therapist was like, she was like so great at that. where it's like, if one of you is having an, like a, like really fucking going through it. And then the other one's also really going through it. Like express that. Mm -hmm. Don't just not say anything and like, just like swallow it and be like, okay, well I need to be there for like this person or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. You like, you can you can like have you can relate to each other as you're both actively going through something and um cuz cuz the whole thing is like you you shouldn't ever be leaning on your partner to it's not your partner's responsibility to like pick you up or like do anything like that because they can't like it is they can support you but like when you're going through something you're the one who picks up the pieces when you're dealing with someone who's passing like that's like it's that's personal mm. that's something that like you are the one who's processing that and you can have people to lean on but like you're the one picking up those fucking pieces and like you're the one putting that fucking hard work in and so we we tend to feel a responsibility to not burden our partners but in reality the more you can be open in communication with how you're feeling then the second that you do that then you're never you're not going to feel like you have to hide your feelings if he's having a bad day or he's not going to feel like that and i'm it, it'll just be like a weight lifted and i would just i would recommend coming up with something when you're both having those really rough specific like times that is something that like works for both of you maybe it's like a tv show Mm -hmm. that you really like watching and you start watching together a puzzle or yeah something like that where it's something that you are doing something together um and you're not being left to like process and deal with your emotions on your own and dealing with that on your own it's like how can we be there for each other while not well each knowing that our plate is full with our own individual things So Don't Blame Them is where a listener will call in with their own advice uh, from a call that we answered on a previous episode. So if they have personal experience or there's something that they thought or heard or has some sort of insight um, to it, they are going to uh, give it. Give it all to us. So what episode is it for Rob? This is from season seven, episode eight. So very recent-ish. Recent. Yeah, we'll just listen to it. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm calling in for a Don't Blame Them for Season 7, Episode 8, the latest episode. I'm just listening to it right now, but I feel like I need to call in. Um, It's the woman who is having a little bit of doubt because she's never been with another guy and she doesn't know if she should experience other things, but she also knows she wants to be with him forever. So this didn't personally happen to me. This happened to almost one of my best friends uh, who's a little bit older than me. She's 30 now. Um, in her late, in her early twenties, she dated uh, a guy for about six years and she knew she wanted to marry him, have kids with him, all this stuff. Um, but she started having doubts, like how the color was, where she's like, I'm not very going to experience another person, 
like how how's that making you feel, all that stuff. And long story short, she ended up breaking up with him because of this guy that she worked with that was like super hot, super like lustful and everything like that. And she broke up with him because the his, her coworker oh was always flirting with him, her, and she was just like like I'm never gonna be able to just like hook up with this guy. So she ended up breaking up with him, uh, this guy, the boyfriend of six years, and just to hook up with this guy and get new experiences. And quickly she realized she made a mistake, not not a mistake sleeping with him, but just a mistake like I shouldn't have left him. And a couple months later, she tried to get back with him, and he said no. And she she has not spoken to him since, but she does know that he's happily married, and he has three kids, and they live in Arizona in a nice big house. So she's still a little bitter over that. So just think about that when you're deciding what to say to him, what to do. Obviously, it's a little different because you were so young when you met him, so you truly don't know what you are like without him. But I'm just saying that's the two cents that I have because I feel like that story is so very sad. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. That is so not where I thought it was going. I thought it was like, oh, and then her and her coworker, it was just like, I need to explore. And they (laughs) fell in love. But it's like, no, I fucked up. I made a mistake. And I'm regretting it for the rest of my life. I love it. Don't blame them like this. We haven't had one really like this. Being like, but don't fucking. But also I'm like, (laughs) this seems like this is this guy's like actual love of his life. Maybe they're married and got three kids. So maybe you weren't the star of this sh- this story he was oh my you are not the ma- your friend was not the yeah. main character he was the main character and he he got yeah he is the one of being like thank god she fucking mm-hmm. left i found the true love of my life wow yeah so i mean her person just that wasn't mm-hmm. him but damn that was pretty fucking savage i do i do respect that you called him with that advice cuz it's so not where I thought yeah. this was going. Well, maybe it's wow advice also for the person earlier in this episode too. But who knows? I'm like I did think about that. If it's, I feel like if you're meant to come back to the person, then you will. And this wasn't supposed to be her. The end of her story. Mm-hmm. Now you got to get. Yeah. Now she's got to get over this regret that she has. Well, when you act on something like that, like there's a reason mm-hmm. why. Like, there's a reason, like, you wouldn't, you, if it wasn't this, it would have been something else. Like, it wasn't supposed to happen, and this was the way that, this is the way that you chose for it to end, but it was always going to end. Like, that's, like, I think every relationship has, like, an expired, like, best by date, and it's not, like, oh, every, like, I don't believe, I mean, I'm also, like, not, I don't believe, like, there's, like, everything is planned out and specifically and all of that kind of stuff, but, like, I definitely think, like, relationships run their course, but, it's not like uh, this is the one way is going to end. It's like we make those choices and it was going to end one way or another. And this was the way. And it just so happens that this way possessed a lot of guilt and regret. Mm-hmm. Thank you Damn. for calling, though. Yeah. Fucking juicy. I just I just lo- I don't love just like the fact the end. Like, yeah, she's 30 and just like pretty fucking unhappy. <laughs> like, well, fuck, 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 fuck. Don't fuck your coworkers. Yep. That's the moral of this story. The whole episode. <laughs> Think about if you want to leave your ex, like I'm not your ex, your current person, actually. And then mm-hmm. uh, don't fuck your coworkers. Moral of the story. Wow. 
That is our episode, everyone. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please leave us a review on the podcast app. And uh, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast on um, anywhere you listen. You know, that's you get the the episodes the fastest. Otherwise, you got to keep refreshing and waiting. If you want to watch the videos, uh, Patreon, a dollar a month. So cheap, so great. And you get to see our facial expressions. And we also have a $5 a month tier where you can be joined. You can join our live streams that we do twice a month they're really fun we just I like, know at this point i feel like they're like more for us than they are for anybody else <laughs> well i feel like i know we enjoy them i know like mm-hmm. everyone do you know what i mean it's so like then, hanging out with a big group of friends yeah and it's like oh my god like helen how were your finals like oh my <laughs> god like x y and z like so and so like i yeah like people i picked someone who has a very basic like simple name but i was gonna say someone else but like oh my god love the new hair like this mm-hmm. like this everything is like it's it's so nice and great and we always say that if you are especially right now in the pandemic if you are looking for some kind of like friends and normalcy, it's really just like getting along and like hanging out, which is really nice. Um, And it also helps support our show because um, we are not Call Her Daddy. (laughs) We are not (laughs) any show that has like five ad breaks and like so many, like where you just know you, you don't see us in penthouses with um, like floor to ceiling windows. So, um, yeah. Oh, what else? Oh, follow our Instagram, follow our own individual Instagrams. Um, if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Again, under three minutes, write it down, practice, and make sure you're 18 or over, have your parents' permission. And don't forget to include your age and your pronouns in um, the voicemails. Is there anything you'd like to plug? No. If you want to buy my presets, check them out um, and uh, buy my book as well. And I also updated my presets highlights. So if you want to see what presets look like on people who don't look like me and the little tips and tricks and things that I do, they're all there. Love it. So, yeah. And we will see you all next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.